You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackowitz, the Rector of Holy Name Cathedral. Co-host, Mark Teresi, Executive Director of the Cathedral. Morning, Mark. How are you? Good morning. What a beautiful, beautiful day in Chicago. A little windy, but very beautiful. And even they're talking like 85 degrees or 80 degrees tomorrow. Exactly. And, you know, about four or five days ago was uh, snowing. In Chicago. <laughs> Welcome to Chicago. How was your weekend, Mark? It was wonderful. My wife. What was special I, about it? Well, my wife and I went to Milwaukee for the weekend to celebrate her 63rd birthday and anticipating our 40th anniversary, which Come is August. coming up. Now, and, share, share that one great story. Well, we were at a great restaurant. It's called Lake Bistro. It's uh, In Milwaukee, right? Yeah, Bartolota. It's right on Lake Michigan. Beautiful table. Right, You see the lake, and the waitress comes up to us and my wife says, you know, we're celebrating my birthday, my 63rd birthday. And the waitress looks at her and says, oh, you look wonderful for 63. You know, my dad was much older than my mother. <laughs> <laughs> so waitress probably thought you were about well, right 85. The, right through the heart. Mary know? must have loved that. <laughs> oh, she did. Oh, she She's been have. telling that story forever now. And a cloud. Well, belated happy birthday to you, Mary, on your 63rd birthday. Yes. And, uh, Great program lined up here. We are social distancing, and we are live streaming here on Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750. The Catholic Lawyers Guild will be installing its first African-American president, retired Judge Ed Washington, on May 26th. And guests not in studio yet. Mark, we've not had a guest in studio in almost 13 and a half months. Exactly. We'll get to that day to have guests in studio uh, Honorable Edward Washington II is with us as a guest. Daniel R. Murray, who is a very active parishioner at Holy Name Cathedral. And Honorable Thomas Moore Donnelly. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Tom, it's been a while since I've seen you. In fact, the last time I saw you was right before the pandemic, a year ago, March, when you were honored. Tom, you were honored where? At the... Uh, Pi Alpha Delta St. Patrick's Day lunch, right before the pandemic started. That was the last public event. It was, I think it was a Wednesday or a Thursday, and three days later, everything shut down. So it, look, that's not necessarily cause look, and effect. Yeah. <laughs> look, at, look at you cause. Well, con- first of all, congratulations to uh, Judge Ed Washington for uh, the big, prestigious Catholic Lawyers Guild uh, presidency coming up for you on May 26th. And, uh, this is true. You know, maybe uh, they're, they're, they're both Ed and Dan. Pardon me? Yes. Good morning. Good morning. It, uh, first of all, Dan, good to, uh, I get to see Dan always at the cathedral. I give him communion for daily Mass or weekend Mass. And uh, maybe for a second, who can give us the history of the Catholic 
Lawyers Guild. Who'd like well, to? Dan is the best person to do that. Dan, well, take I, it away. That's probably because I'm the oldest. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I have to admit that I don't. I remember going to my first Catholic Lawyers Guild meetings all oh, back in the '70s, mid '70s, and it was it was not a particularly active organization at the time. It went, I think, what, I don't know, Tom, you remember, but in the 1920s, or it was formed or something like that? <laughs> I don't have 1936. <laughs> you know, I, I, was, I was just a baby, Dan. <laughs> a young lawyer. <laughs> but but uh, really, through, the, through a gift of, uh, of the wisdom of, of Justice Marianne McMorrow, who was one of the chief justice of the Illinois Supreme Court, it became very active. And uh, I would say that was in the, well, maybe the turn of the century or whatever, but uh, very, very active. And uh, it's been involved in a lot of different projects, notably restorative justice, uh, you know, various kinds of law reform. And, 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 and that's interesting history. Uh, Cardinal Bernadine was very good to us over the years in terms of the, the Red Mass every year, celebrating the uh, gift of the Holy Spirit for judges and lawyers. And uh, Cardinal George was very uh, helpful to us in many different ways. We were the Catholic Lawyers Guild was very helpful in preparing listening sessions around the archdiocese that then became a report to the, uh, this was at the request of Cardinal George, became a report to Cardinal George on the sex abuse crisis and the causes and possible reforms. And that, Cardinal George said, helped him frame his thinking for the famous Dallas Charter, which was the convocation of the bishops in Dallas. So the Catholic Lawyers Guild played an active role in that. And then currently, uh, Cardinal Supich asked us to get involved in a restorative justice project, the Precious Blood Ministry of Reconciliation, and um, in, in back the yards. And that's been a very successful project. I think we're working with them, helping to enact some le- we're working to enact some legislation that will facilitate restorative justice uh, peace circles that are very helpful in terms of helping young people avoid um, avoid you know recover from a, maybe a more beginning of a life of. of Crime into moving something more, more helpful for them. Great, Judge Washington, you're the new uh, incoming president. Um, why did you say yes? Well, I said yes. I was humbled and I'm excited about this opportunity, but I view it with some trepidation uh, <laughs> because this is a bar association. It's well-organized, it's prestigious, and it's been around for 87 years. Uh, it's a big task. <laughs> I think maybe it might be penance for the mistress in Greece. <laughs> Sister Fatima when I was in fourth grade. But, you know, right, to get uh, back Ed lost on the a, bet. <laughs> a more serious note, I mean, for me personally, my family and my community, this is a great honor and it is a great challenge, and I look forward to being able to help lead the Guild in trying to continue to do some of the work that it has done for primarily Catholic lawyers. Can I ask one other... Oops, I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. I was just... I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. But first of all, I don't perceive this as a novel or token overture by the Guild, because as it's evolved from a membership of almost exclusively Irish Catholic lawyers. Over the years, it has recognized the contribution of African-American lawyers to 
the Catholic community, for instance, giving Don, the late Don Hubert, the Lifetime Achievement Award, and John Stroger, the Catholic Lawyer mm-hmm. of the Year. So being selected to lead my peers in this upcoming year uh, is an honor, and that's why I accepted it. That's wonderful. We're going to take a little break. WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. on your dial, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. That's Catholic Chicago. When we come back, Judge Washington, I'd like to ask you a little bit of your journey um, as why law? Why law? Why did you choose law? And, And how has that journey brought you to this moment? So we'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. often the unsung heroes in a family. Right now, many mothers are also the disproportionate victims of the COVID-19 pandemic. They've experienced higher rates of infection and more job losses. They've had to navigate their children learning remotely while caring for older relatives and struggling to put food on the table. What better way to honor the mothers in our lives, those living and deceased, than with a contribution in your mother's name to Catholic Charities 2021 Mother's Day Appeal? Our mothers were the first to teach us about compassion and community. They were the first to show us what love and caring for someone else is all about. Help us help local moms and children who are struggling this year. Please give generously at catholiccharities.net. Hey, it's Timothy Johnston here from Liturgy Training Publications. Over the past few months, I'm sure you've found yourself at home more, whether it's working from home or watching live stream masses on Sunday mornings. As we begin adjusting to this at the beginning of the pandemic, one of the things I missed the most was gathering with friends at the parish. That's why we at LTP have created this new virtual gathering series called Living the Sunday Word. We meet virtually on Thursday evenings each week and reflect on the upcoming Sunday readings. And with that, we share stories to help us more fully reflect on the Word of God. I'm inviting each of you to join us, a group of friends meeting virtually from all parts of the country. So visit ltp.org for more information and to register. You won't want to miss this. Caring adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this, and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 312-937-3375. We're back, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 750 AM on your dial, 312-255-8408. 
Father Greg, you have you know, a I forgot question? to mention that the White Sox are on a four-game winning streak. The Cubs lost yesterday. And they won how many other ones? Uh, the Cubs are doing okay. Oh. The Sox are hanging real tough. They're in second place right now. Uh, as <laughs> uh, Mark mentioned <laughs> just a few minutes ago, you can tell I'm a diehard White Sox fan. <laughs> and that is, I have the honor of knowing Dan Murray and Tom Donnelly extremely well. Men of integrity, deep faith, practicing Catholics their whole lives. And Ed... What is your story, your background? I'm fascinated to hear it. Well, I was born and raised as a Catholic. Uh, I grew up on the west side of Chicago in the area known as K-Town. And my uh, parish was Our Lady of Lourdes sure. under uh, Bishop Michael Dempsey, who I view as a very oh, uh, yeah. saintly man. And I grew up there, and I went to Hales Franciscan High School and Creighton University. University. That's where I got the, my bachelor's in uh, finance. I chose to become a lawyer because I come from a community where I thought there was a great need for ad- advocacy and protection. And so I asked myself at a certain point, who defines the terms by which we live? From how we play, how we do business, and, and to some extent, even how we pray. And I have to stop Boy. you. We asked the question, who decides the terms? That's an outstanding question. Now, how old were you when that question was mulling through your mind? I was at Hales Franciscan. You were high school? Yeah. Yes, I was about 16 years old. That's but incredible. You've got to understand, even in today's context, the community from which I came from, you know, there was a lot of interaction and experience with uh law enforcement, challenges to economic opportunity, and political involvement. So that's kind of through Father Phil Hogan, uh, Franciscan uh, brother and priest, actually. These types of discussions were discussions that we were having in high school. What are the moral imperatives that you intend to meet carrying forward? That's fascinating. Now, along those lines, Tom, how has the Catholic Lawyers Guild shaped you? Because you've been extremely involved with the uh, Catholic Lawyers Guild for years. So how has it shaped you, molded you, um, in terms of the work that you do? Well, you know, I, the person that Dan mentioned, Justice Marianne McMorrow, was the woman who got me involved in the Guild. And it's, it's being in the presence of people like Chief Justice McMorrow, the Saints, um, of the legal profession that guide you. And, and, you know, one of those is Ed Washington, who not only was one of the top judges in the law division in Cook County, but also was head of the Judicial Inquiry Board, which was the body responsible for disciplining judges. So these are people who are not only faithful Catholics, but at the top of their professional game. So you get to, you know, sort of... Uh, at the the uh, um, you know at the feet of people who are really uh, great Catholics and great lawyers and learn how you can be uh, you know I think best at your profession and um, uh, approaching you know uh, sanctification and 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 working mm-hmm. on holiness at the same time as being excellent uh, in a profession. So that has been. It's important, I think, to pattern yourself after people who have 
um, like Justice Papora, who was daily mass, and who have lived no it. one lived it, and no one could question. Also, she was the top of her game in the legal profession exactly. as well. How about for you, Dan? Um, well, one of the things that I I really value from the Catholic Lawyers Guild is it's the opportunity to really interact with and mentor young lawyers. And when I was a young lawyer, obviously, to some extent, I benefited from that at the time. When I first started with the Guild, it wasn't as active, but it became more active during my years there. I stuck with it. And uh, as Tom was saying, as I said earlier, Justice Memorial really made all the difference in that organization. It's amazing how one person can resurrect an organization that kind of had fallen into a bit of a, you know, uh, pattern of, that was not all that active. Mm-hmm. But, you know, now we're putting a lot of emphasis on trying to uh, attract, recruit young lawyers mm-hmm. uh, into the Guild as members in the Guild so that they can, This is, as Ed just mentioned, this is not just a Catholic organization, it's a bar association. And really, we want to, we want to give young lawyers an opportunity to, you know, especially those who, don't, who maybe are just starting out in the practice of law, they're kind of lost, they don't know what they're doing. Uh, just an interaction with judges, interaction with senior lawyers makes a big difference. And our, the, the current president, outgoing president right now, uh, Kevin Murphy, is a young lawyer at my law firm, Jenner and Block, a young associate, very talented, very active in pro bono practice, representing defendants and indigent defendants in criminal cases. And the, the, the younger lawyers can be a real, actually, it's a two way street because the younger lawyers are an inspiration to us old codgers. I mean, mm-hmm. There's there's truth in that. There is truth in that. Speak for for yourself. (laughs) Now, now this is a little off kilter, but I'm glad we're laughing right now because I I want Father Greg to tell this story. Then I want you guys to think about maybe something humorous that's happened during your career that you'd like to share. And the story I'd like is the one that you told about that homily that you gave and the lady in the back. Oh, yeah. It. a couple of years ago, I gave a homily at the cathedral, and Mass was over. I went in the back of church to uh, greet people, and the elderly lady said, lady said, Father Greg, that was the most inspirational, best homily I ever heard in my whole life. And I said, oh, thank you very much in a very humble way. I said, I was guided by the Holy Spirit. And she said, it wasn't that good. <laughs> <laughs> So anything on that on that note, Mark, take us to oh, break, and then think of those stories, guys. When we come back, WNDZ seven fifty AM on your dial, Catholic Chicago three one two two five five eight four zero eight. And if we're lucky, we'll hear a little homily from Father Greg before we end this program. A joke. We'll be back in a few minutes. Bye. <laughs> staff members work every day to end poverty and homelessness. We do this on a one-to-one basis with anyone who asks for help. We also work with organizations who study these issues across our city, state, and nation. The Wilson Sheehan Lab for Economic Opportunities, or LEO, at the University of Notre Dame is one of these research centers. Through our partnership with LEO, Catholic Charities has gained valuable insights into scientific evaluation methods 
that determine the most effective interventions to help people avoid poverty and homelessness. Along with our experience and compassion, Trusted Research is helping Catholic Charities offer hope and so much more to anyone in need. For more information, visit catholiccharities.net. Hello, I'm Cardinal Blaise Supich. I got my COVID-19 vaccination and you should too. It took just a few seconds and was painless. The Food and Drug Administration determined the new vaccines are safe and effective. And the Holy See, as well as the United States Conference of Catholic Bishops, has concluded getting the COVID-19 vaccine is an act of love of our neighbor and part of our moral responsibility for the common good. We have lived with the pandemic for many months and I know we're all getting tired of it. Vaccination is one of the most important ways you can protect your health and the lives of those you love and help bring the pandemic under control. When it is your turn, I urge you to be vaccinated. And remember to do your part by wearing a mask, washing your hands and watching your distance. Thank you and God bless you all. We're back, Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. on your dial. We're talking about the Catholic Lawyers Guild with Judge Washington, Judge Murray, and Honorable Tom Donnelly. And before the break, Father Greg told that very inspirational story. <laughs> very humbling. I, I was wondering, uh, Judge Washington, anything come to mind to you, something humorous that's happened over your career? Yes, as uh, Judge Donnelly told you, I presided over jury trials in the law division uh, in Cook County, which basically dealt with medical malpractice, practice, product liability, and catastrophic injuries. So after trials, I would let the uh, lawyers talk to the jurors. And I learned I had to sensitize the jurors to the fact that lawyers have feelings, too. Oh. <laughs> so in their criticism... Although they want to be candid, be considerate of that. And I learned that from once a lawyer asked the jurors, what did you think about my performance? Is there anything you can suggest? A juror raised his hand. He said, you creeped me out for the whole trial. (laughs) The lawyer actually won his case. So unanimously, all of the jurors went with it. (laughs) That's a great story. That was a great one. How about for you, a story from you, uh, Dan or Tom? Well, I have one. I, I was sworn in by Justice McMorrow to the bench in 2000 and was on the bench for a couple months. And one of my colleagues, Judge Don Panarese, uh one morning he had gotten into my courtroom early and he taped up my entire chair 
at the bench with crime scene tape <laughs> so that I couldn't sit down. So the, 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 the sheriff calls me, you know, all rise. I come out and my seat is completely covered in yellow tape and everybody in the courtroom is laughing. No, that's a great prank. No, that's my type of guy. That one, I like, how about a story from you, Dan? That's great. Well, my, my story comes from a, the place was the, uh, Cathedral uh, Christmas Gala, and I was leaving, and who was coming in but Cardinal George? And uh, he said to me in a tone of voice, I know I was being set up, he said, uh, how, how is my favorite lawyer doing? <laughs> and that didn't sound good, and then he said, I know I was being set up, and then he said, of course, you don't know what I think about lawyers. <laughs> probably, probably it come from a deposition or something. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I said, I, look, I turned to Bishop Lyon, who was standing there, and I said, so, because he was my pastor at the time, I said, and I respond. And, of course, uh, Bishop Lyon egged me on. And I said, uh, well, Cardinal, I said, that, you know, the only group in the uh, Gospels in the New Testament that is more reviled than lawyers are the religious leaders. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, of course, Cardinal George always had a response, which was, oh, well, we're, we're not successors of the religious leaders, we're successors of the apostles. <laughs> I was tempted to say, I was tempted to say they didn't get such good press in the, the Gospels either, but I, just, I, let, I, let, I let him have the last word because I knew he would anyway. I think it's, it's so important when we share these stories, the humanness, yes. that we have to be able to laugh at ourselves. We do, because it, um, it's very important not to take ourselves too seriously, Mark. Well, and just that all three of you are behind those judge robes, but you're human beings too. And you With have, the feelings. And you're trying to be as fair as you can be. You know, what about... Um, Let's get back to Catholic Lawyers Guild. What kind of information do you want folks to have in terms of uh, upcoming events? And um, are you going to have the uh, mass the, uh, like we usually do every year? The red year? mass? Yeah. Yeah, the, the red mass is scheduled for October 6th. But the big event that's coming up is Ed Washington swearing in. May 26th. May 26th. And that happens to be the feast of St. Philip Mary, who was himself quite a prankster. Oh, I don't know if yes. you know that, Father Greg. Yes. But uh, how, about, assigned... how about sports for 500? <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's very appropriate that we're, we're uh, you know, it's on the feast of uh, of great saint, um, who is also uh, the Philip Mary Parish is on the, the uh, South Shore neighborhood, uh, which is a very, very significant parish in Chicago history. But uh, May 26th, and anybody can... Um, sign in to the virtual ceremony. How can they learn more about it, Tom? The Catholic Lawyers Guild website, which is uh, clg.org. Um, but if you just Google Catholic Lawyers in Chicago, uh, and you can sign up to uh, see this historic event. Now, I've, I've, I've known about the Catholic Lawyers Guild since I was a young priest. Never knew much about it, but then when my sister Pam Meneker became president of the Catholic Lawyers Guild, right she was a presidency before yep. Kevin. I really got to see close up the work that Pam was doing. And I was really impressed with the group that Pam was working with, many of them, and thought in all in their busy lives, they're taking the time to do more, but trying to somehow put their faith into action. And I have to say that uh, see, in some ways, I think the Catholic Lawyers Guild is the best kept secret among many people, because you do great work and uh, you've got great leadership and it's really making a big difference. 
And just the last, in fact, I think we are literally out of time, so what would, would want to, uh, Tom, one more time, give the, is there a phone number to get a hold of anybody, or is it just go go to a CLG.org? CLG.org, Catholic Lawyers Guild website, and uh, you can learn all about our um, wonderful activities there and uh, and a little bit of our history as well. I also want to congratulate in a very special way uh, Honorable Edward Washington on May 26th, the new incoming Catholic Lawyers Guild, first African-American president for the Catholic Lawyers Guild. So thank you for being with us. And uh, Edward, you had a lot of, I'm sure you have a lot more funny stories behind that one. <laughs> and it can go on and on. And also special thanks to uh, Dan Murray and Honorable Thomas Moore Donnelly for being with us. That was a very fast half hour. It sure was. We could have gone a full hour just telling stories and learning more about the Catholic Glorious Guild. So thank you very much to Ed and Dan and Tom for joining us here on Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackowitz, Mark Teresi. Stay with us. We'll be back after these messages. And again, do not touch that dial. <laughs> <laughs>